We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ads. I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the, That's ad. the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. <laughs> It's Unstable Topic with Sarah and Maggie. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Please hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now, or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Hi, it's your bestie, Sarah Adams. If you didn't already know that from your caller ID. Um, it's me. I, was, I was calling to tell you that we got a another review and rating on our Apple podcast option, and I wanted to call and make sure that we still had some stickers that we can send out since they left a review. So, um, holler at your girl. I don't think you're probably listening to this. So I'll text it to you too, but just an off chance if you want to hear my voice. Uh, here's a voicemail message. How do people end these things? End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in three, two, one fight. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. So I know I've mentioned this in the past where I sit and record. There's a mirror on the other side of me. On the other side of this computer, there's a mirror that currently has fingerprints all over it from my daughter because she has now entered the stage of, oh, I look cute in this mirror. Let me put on my pink cowboy hat and look at myself and talk to me because I'm fantastic. And it's adorable. But then I'm also reminded this mirror is actually the mirror I had in my room as a little girl. Oh, that's so sweet. And you were probably doing the same thing. Cowboy hat. 100% doing the same thing. <laughs> so when you were like entering the age of makeup, did you sit on the floor in front of a mirror to put your makeup on? No. So that's a short answer. Like there's not even like a follow-up. No. It's just a hard I didn't. no. I'm a stander. I like to stand and do my makeup and get like and really like open your mouth with your tongue out to do your makeup. Yeah. I've never sat. I don't know. I like to like because I'll like do it and then you step back, you know? You gotta get close and then step back. And if you're sitting down, you're kind of like stuck. Now I stand. Now I stand, but like when I was 12 or 13. Oh, well, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup in middle school. When did you start wearing makeup? Um, I guess like high school, I started wearing 
maybe some mascara and lip gloss and then mm-hmm. i didn't really wear too much makeup except for like school dances i think i did my makeup for my eighth grade dance and then i was like dang i look so cute but i wasn't allowed to i wasn't i mean i guess i could have probably but it was like my mom didn't have me do my nails or makeup and i do appreciate it because it was kind of like keeping your childhood you know like oh you don't need to wear makeup or do your nails my daughter wants to do her makeup and nails all the time and i'm like well it's just imaginary play but as a kid i did not do those things which is interesting because now i feel like you are the queen of makeup you're really good at trying new trends is that the way to say it oh thank you i don't go anywhere um and like i don't look like i'm wearing i mean i'm wearing makeup right now but I like to play. I think it is fun. It's like an expressive art form, you know? I am wearing the same style of makeup as I did in high school. Like, I have not deviated from the very minimal look. I will remember. I will. I will remember. I do remember the very first makeup I got. Do you remember that clear mascara? Yes. I had that. It was just even makeup. It's clear mascara. Didn't it get like white and clumpy and stuff on your eyes? I never used it. I remember it being like like a lip gloss for your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And then really light lip gloss. Do you remember that trend too? So it was like clear mascara and then like white lip gloss. Yes. Yes. That was high school for me, 100%. And then early college, it was very much like the straightest hair you can get and like the shiniest lips you can imagine. Like it was all about that look. I will say peak, peak Sarah. Now you've got classic. And my, my mom used to always say like, you don't want your makeup to be like, wow, she has to wear a lot of makeup. You just want it to mm-hmm. be like, wow, she looks so elevated version of herself. <laughs> I was going to say, thinking about Annie looking in the mirror and dancing and wearing a cowboy hat reminded me that when I was a kid, we had this huge window in the front of our house. Mm -hmm. And then at night, you could see a reflection in it. And I used to do entire dance routines in front of this window. And our house was on a corner of like not a super busy road, but not a quiet country road. And so I'd just be doing these full on like footloose dance routines myself my little pudgy maggie preteen self uh to all the cars driving down park road in pittsburgh new york i wonder how many people actually saw it you know sometimes i think like did people i know ever drive by and be like i know that girl what is she doing they if they did they'd be like man maggie's got moves also one, this is fantastic and classic Maggie and one of the reasons you're my bestie. And two, do you remember what songs you would do this to? Absolutely. Um, Pointer Sisters, Jump for My Love, and also the Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow's album. Cheryl Crow what? I God, what album was it? It said Cheryl on the front. It was the, it, it was the first CD I ever bought. Um, it was Cheryl Crow, All I Want to Do. All I want to do is have have some some fun. fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. Well, this is a great segue into the first fact, Maggie. Are you ready for your fact? I am. Like humans, cows can form deep bonds with other cows and develop friendships, which can last their whole lives. 
Research has shown they can exhibit signs of stress when they are not near their friend. I'm curious what me dancing in front of my window made you think is a good transition into talking about cows. That's because my... I, because I, I said this is why you're my best friend because you would do that, and cows oh. have best friends. Okay, okay, I, I'm following the logic now. I will say at first, uh, I was like, "Wow, do you think I'm a cow?" But now I get it because you think I'm your best friend. I get it now. Oh, wait, and hold on. Let's wait. This is taking a very serious turn because you just said the words, you think I'm your best friend, as if it's an assumption that I'm making, as if this whole thing is a facade, Maggie. No, you are. Well, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. Oh, that's what you think? I know you're my best friend. And I didn't want to assume. I wanted, assume. I didn't want to assume that I'm your best friend. Look, I know you're a Capricorn and you refuse to be wrong in this situation. But assumption has gone out the window when we have a segment on our show called Hey Bestie and have shirts that say Hey Bestie. I am your best cow friend and your best human friend. And you are mine. Here's the thing. That was my reaction because I needed to get it on on the record. Do you just yes. want to, Maggie, you react. Who's your best friend? You, Sarah Ann Adams, are my best friend. Because I can say without a doubt, if I was a cow in a pasture and I saw another cow dancing to Cheryl Crow, all I want to do, probably would be all I want to moo is <gasps> have some fun. There's the transition. That's the transition. I would look over at that cow and say, that's a cow I want to stand in this pasture with and eat this grass and talk about the other cows. We would do, we would be good cows. Yeah. You know, all they do is stand and eat. And moo. Moo. And walk they, slowly. They got moves. Oh, Sarah. I'm utterly aghast oh, that my. you haven't jumped on more puns with this, Maggie. Where first you are, with the you are milking this cow fact for all it is worth. I can spot a pun about cows from a mile away. You're really farming it. Uh, this is what I, you know, people wanted to herd. <laughs> herd. I've never heard. A better it cow is. fact. Yeah. Have you ever milked a cow? I've never milked a real cow. No. I bet you have because you come from milk. Milk capital. I have. I went to a summer camp when I was a kid um, and it was a farm camp. And so we worked on the farm all summer. And by all summer, I mean for one week. And <laughs> I got to milk a cow. How was that experience? It was, you know what? The cow kept hitting me in the face with its tail. And I was like, not into it. Not into the cow. I loved the goats, though. The goats were like fun and you could milk them and they were like having fun with you. Like they were kind of engaging. The cow was just like, slap you in the face, slap you in the face. Really bringing this back. Annie's favorite animal is a cow. Loves cows. And my parents' house, their backyard backs up into this pasture that has cows and there's like a see-through fence or whatever. And so the cows walk right by the fence. And every day she goes, moo. Moo and points to outside. I'm like, the cows aren't out there, Annie. But I do see one in the distance dancing to what looks like to be Cheryl Crow. 
Now let's play What Word Am I Thinking Of? Beans. The game where Maggie and Sarah use their telepathic best friend abilities to try and guess the word the other is thinking. Sarah, we're going to get our psychic connection right now. Okay, I'm going to think of a word. I've got it. And I'm sending it your way. Is the word fork it's not fork we already had the word fork i thought like maybe you were going to do a bit and so whenever this game came up it would always be fork and then our listeners would be like that's really funny and then the one day years from now when we're doing this podcast on the national scale and you do what word am i thinking of and i say fork and everyone's like, it's going to be fork. You're going to say, no, it wasn't fork. And people would laugh and laugh and laugh. But I guess we're that's, not doing that bit. No, you know, that's a good bit. Um, and now that, you've cued, now that you've cued me into it, um, I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll remember that. I remember that you dreamed up an entire 30-year arc of this game. and yeah. And I'll remember that. Uh, but my word, my word was not fork. Uh, okay, let's try this again. Let's try this again. Okay. Do you want me to give you a hint? Sure. I guess we're we're at that level. Okay. Well, it does start with the same letter as fork. Is it fish? It is not fish. Can I have one more clue? Okay. Okay. Um, this is a plant that grows in the ground. It that is where this plant can be found. It grows so tall and stands in its power. The word I am thinking of is not fork, but flower. That's it. You got it. You got it. You're psychic. I can't believe we're so psychically connected. So psychically connected that you did not pick up on a bit that I wanted to do for 30 years, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm, I will say I'm going to toot my own horn here um, that I made that poem up on the spot. You did not. I did. I because oh. I didn't have a word. I was looking outside and I saw a flower, and that is how I picked that word. And I didn't have. I was like, I hope she gets it on the first one. Because what am I gonna do for a clue? What am I gonna do for a a poem? And then I just I just wanted to tell you that I'm pretty proud of myself. Your talents cease to amaze me. They cease or don't cease. What is they it? Never- they never they, cease to amaze me. They never cease. That's the word I'm looking for. They never. Is that what cease. you meant, or did you I mean meant... that? They... <laughs> Your talent never cease to amaze, cease to amaze me. me. They stop amazing me. Back when you didn't pick the word fork. What an incredible psychic feat only two best friends could accomplish. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. Did you know the dot over a lowercase i or j has a name? It's called a tittle, which is a noun meaning a tiny amount or part of something. A tittle? A tittle. T-I-T-T-L-E. Tittle. Oh, and it's with T's? Not tittle. 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 Little tittle. A little tittle. I think I'm I'm gonna start using that. I'm gonna start using that word. How would you use it in a sentence? I'll be like, hey, you got a you got a 
tittle something on your face. You got a tittle on your face. Hey, clean up that mess. I see a bunch of tittles. Um, is that a tittle? Is that a tittle on the window? Riddle me this. How won't I use tittle? You know? <laughs> it's fair. Uh, I was reading this and I'm like, it's kind of like who who came up with this name? Like what person was sitting there trying to describe to their best friend possibly like, you know, that thing that 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 thing on top of a J or where you write an I, you know what I'm talking about? And the other person's like, nah, dude, what are you talking about? What is what is that thing that's on top of the J and the lowercase I? And they're like, you know, it's like um, it's little. And then they're like, no, no, what is it, dude? I'm like, I wish there was a word for this. And then that person went away and did the easiest thing and put a T essentially for little. Yeah. It sounds it does sound like a word that um I mean the word the voice you were using, it sounds like a word that like some sort of stoner surfer dude would would invent it also sounds like it also sounds like a word someone would invent by accident like they meant to say like the little the little dot on top or something or like the top little dot and Mm. then their mouth got all confused and so they're like the tittle and then someone's like oh that's called a tittle and they just oh dude dude that's called a tittle Dude, I love tittles. Man, there's tittles everywhere all the time, man. Look at the sky. It's a bunch of tittles. There's tittles on my skittles. Oh, Mountain Dew. I don't know. I feel like they would just segue into that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I. It sounds like there really wasn't a word for the little dot on top of Jason eyes until about 1994. Probably. Yeah, probably. Maggie, are you ready to react? I am. Have you ever invented a word? Me personally, probably hundreds of thousands of words that people are using and I have no idea. Um, Words or phrases? Like, do you feel like there's something that's you started and then everyone started using it? (laughs) No, but my friend in high school, Chandani, for like all of senior year, tried to make the ending of a word sickle work like oh that's cool sickle or like ah oh, <laughs> that's fun sickle and it was literally just like in mean girls and it was like fetch is not happening and we're all like chandani sickle is not happening <laughs> and she refused to give up and she is a hard-working wonderful person i would venture to guess she is still trying to make sickle work i have so, to say if there was a time to make that work, now is the time because we live in an era where words just get made up or abbreviated into new words or just a letter. Yeah. So now's the time, Sickle. Let's make it happen in honor of Chandani. Let's make Sickle happen. It's a thing, Sickle. And that's the end, Sickle, of this episode, Sickle. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can 
always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting Unstable Topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace. Peace. 